For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. What's up, everybody? It's the Power Rankings Podcast, a.k.a. the Power Rankings Show. I'm your host, Elliot Harrison, and I am pleased to be joined on this Picks edition Wednesday with at Marcus underscore Mosher. I should have extended it because you can't edit this one. Well, I could if I wanted to, but yeah, yeah no. I don't want to hear fine. your stuff. Yeah, uh, how's, how's it going, Elliot? Well, we just got revealed to us that that Courtney, who produces our show on Wednesdays, is very preggers, like, like, Big time pregnant, like ready to rock. And we had no idea. We see her every week and we had no idea she's pregnant. Yeah. Shout out to Courtney. Yeah. Shout Shout out out to to Courtney. Courtney. Shout out to Courtney's husband. Who's going to be going through a difficult weekend, you know, sleeping on a chair. Or, I mean, yeah. your back, your lower lumbar just hurts after sitting in that chair for a long time. So leave it to Marcus to think about himself when it's make sure he has enough that. of snacks, Courtney. Yeah. He's got some yeah. drinks, coffee. He's going to need it. It's a long, it's a long process. What's your snack of choice, Marcus, when you've had to be in the hospital for any reason, whether it's visiting someone or what, what do you go? Well, to am I having the, the procedure? Like, am I giving the procedure? Or am no, I just, you're yeah. not getting the procedure. Uh, you are there, but you have to go eat like at the hospital cafeteria. What's the first thing you look for in the hospital? Oh, I want cafeteria? something super salty. So I want like those pretzel rods or I want like some of those baked lace chips, something just that kind of craves the saltiness. I got to be honest, I go straight for the vanilla pudding. They always have pudding in these little like, things, but they never have vanilla. They always have chocolate. And I'll settle for chocolate. I'm not going banana. You're saying in the cafeteria, like, do you trust the cafeteria food at a hospital? I mean, how much, how bad can you screw up pudding? Except for me, I can't. Well, I'm saying like own, that but... food, like if they've got like burgers and pizza and cheap, you know, all that kind of stuff. Like, are you, are you diving into that? Or are you going right to the vending machine? I'm probably diving into the cafeteria food, although I will say if I see tapioca, I know this is a snobby hospital cafeteria and I want no part of it. So I go or you're in an old folks home, one or the other. Yep. And I just realized something. It would have been kind of weird if like at four months we saw Courtney and said, hey, are you pregnant? And then if she wasn't pregnant, then I had a friend actually make that mistake. We were going on an audition. And he was ahead of me uh, in the audition, like the kind of like the, not the line, but when we, you get there, you sign up. It was a hosting auditions many years ago. And uh, he goes in and he, she, the casting director opens the door. And as he's going, I'm a young man. I was a really young man. I was probably 24 and he's probably about 40. And he goes in in front of me. We were real jovial waiting for this audition. You got to stay loose for these kind of things. And so the casting director opens the door and she goes, oh, are you, you know, whoever? And he goes, "Uh, yeah, yes, I am. And he looks at her and he sees her stomach and he goes, oh, wow. What are you expecting? She goes, I'm not. And he goes, oh, oh, okay. well, great. Well, uh, (laughs) he just was like. So, so then he comes out after his audition. I'm about to go in. He looks at him and he goes, yeah, well, I know I didn't get that one. <laughs> yeah. So there you go. That's a, it's a good tip for young men to just never say anything unless the, the, the mother says something first. Right. Right. Which is probably a good segue before we get into the picks that uh, it's probably a good tip for young football coaches to not out your quarterback to the immediate throng. Oh, what, a, uh, what a what a segue! Yeah, the the Ron Rivera thing, like, which is it, it's so, so unusual because I have a lot of respect for Ron Rivera. 
everyone I know in the pro football world that has dealt with Coach Rivera says he is a stand-up human being through and through. Um, and so it's really kind of out of character for him to do that. And so I, I wonder if it was a little bit of a slip or whatever. If you didn't see it, Ron Rivera was asked, what's the difference between the commander's performance in the NFC East and everybody else, because, you know, you know look up, the Eagles are five and oh, the giants are four and one, the Cowboys are four and one. And what's Washington now? Uh, one, one and four. four. Yep. And so he said quarterback, just, just like that. And uh, I think he's re- since kind of gone back Marcus and said that he meant that Wentz wasn't as far along and their offense. Um, anyway, usually your first response is the truth which he was telling, but it, it was, it was out of character by Ron Rivera. Uh, but now they get to the, on a short week. They get to kind of bury that headline as they'll take on the bears Thursday night football. I'll tell you this, man. Uh, you know, there, there's this whole thing now where people are saying like, I watch AMC and there's a show promo they do. And the, the person on it goes, I'm just telling my truth. And so everyone has their truth and alternate alternative facts. Now, I've seen Wentz play poorly. I've seen Wentz play well. There's a lot more going on with the Washington Commanders than just quarterback. You can start up front with the offensive line. I will put some of that pressure on Wentz holding the ball, but that offensive line, is they've got no run game uh, right now, Marcus. Uh, Well, I shouldn't say no run game. It's a very intermittent run game. And then on top of that, Ron Rivera, defensive-minded head coach. His defenses have not been very good the last couple of weeks. Like, look at yourself before you you start – Blaming your quarterback, but yeah, yeah. Ron Rivera uh, actually was a linebacker. He came up with the Chicago Bears. I think he was drafted in '84. I want to say, but he was part of that '85 Super Bowl team. And that team was actually kind of the reason the Bears didn't repeat. They were kind of torn apart by dissension among the ranks between like the quarterback and the mm-hmm. coach, and the coach and the defensive coordinator. But the Jim McMahon, Mike Ditka relationship didn't really gel and uh just kind of interesting given that he's from uh that background obviously he's had a lot of other stops other than being a player for the bears it's just a historical uh coincidence uh worth noting anything else on the top of your football mind before we get into uh picks i hate thursday night football so let's go ahead and get it done as fast as we can Ah, i was kind of hoping for a carl sheffer's take uh no, okay so that. let's I told you i i like to i don't like to 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 talk about one thing too long so you sure you don't want to take a pot shot at the Steelers before we get going just for old time's sake now we'll get there yeah I'm sure we will all right so let's uh what's first up uh Washington Commanders at Chicago Bears Thursday night football uh odds makers just threw up their hands it's a pick them Elliot yeah um my thought is that Carson Wentz is really going to respond in this game. And so I was looking to take the bears at first, but I think this is a game that Washington's actually going to respond. I'm taking Washington on the road. I'm taking the bears to win. I knew you I, were. I, yeah. Um, no William Jackson, the corner for the uh, commanders in this one, their secondary is already not good. I think this is the game bears hit a couple of big plays down the field. By the way, just so you guys all know, this is kind of a Marcus tactic because he typically doesn't pick games as well as I do. He says the injuries after I commit myself. Yes. Uh, it's very, very specific play. If you're young out there and you're an aspiring, mediocre podcaster, uh, please, please notice what I would Marcus say I'm average. And- <laughs> Hold on. I would say I would say I'm the Carson Wentz of podcasters. Yeah. Uh, one more thing on Carson Wentz before we get off this game. I know that he did not look good at the end of last year, uh, week 18 against the Jacks. But that entire Colts team played like crap. And they played the like crap against the Raiders the week before. It was not just a Carson Wentz thing. And I yes. think you're starting to see it play out with the Colts this year. Yes. And he got completely dumped on. I'm not some big Carson Wentz honk. Yeah, I'm just saying, like, if you saw any of that Jags game, the Jags kick their butt, kick their butt, uh, offense, defense, everything. Uh, okay, uh, let's go to the next game. Next game, San Francisco 49ers at the Atlanta Falcons. 49ers, five and a half point favorites on the road. This is tricky. I would strongly advise you stay away from this line. 
because of how pesky these Falcons are. That's kind of a lot of points for an Atlanta team that has kept games close. Marcus, both these teams are going to, yeah, there you go. Uh, there's the stay away graphic. Both of these teams like to run the rock. So I see the 49ers controlling the game and winning, but could I see it being 20 to 15? You bet. Yeah, I'm picking the 49ers to win as well, but I'm staying away from that spread. It's an early one o'clock start for the 49ers. Um, Let's talk total. Yeah, 44 and a half. I'm surprised it's that high. Seriously, I'm surprised it's that high. Atlanta's offense has been, I mean, outside of last week against Tampa, they've been pretty good. Right, but when you have two teams that run the ball as much as these two do, you have less possessions because guys get tackled in bounds, clock runs. We could be looking at eight possessions apiece for each team. Yep. Uh, so it's very easy to score under 44 and a half when you're looking at that many total possessions. I will say That's the 49ers have a lot of injuries on defense, including to Nick Bosa. Uh, they lost their number one cornerback last week. You just wonder, like, is, is this a game where they maybe gave, give up 21 points and it's a little unexpected? I think I could see it. Maybe, maybe. Even if you have nine possessions, it's easy to score under that total because, you, yep. you know, possessions swing anywhere from like eight to 12 for each team. And that's that's the way you have to look at point totals. If you don't feel comfortable betting on that stuff, it's too much math for you. I yep. get it. Uh, let's go. Oh, one other point on this game. I don't see Jimmy Garoppolo or Marcus Mariota, even if they're not playing well, throwing four interceptions and also blowing up your total. So uh, there's almost no way I would take the over. Uh, okay, uh, let's go to the next game. Kind of wish those teams would just swap quarterbacks, to be honest. But uh, <laughs> I think it'd be better for both of them. Uh, next one, Patriots and Browns. This is absolutely a Marcus Mosher special. I'm going to be watching every second of this game. I want you to guess this line. Well, this is another game I'd like to guess the total as well. Because ahead, you can guess you about two teams that run the football very effectively. Mm-hmm. These both these teams ran the crap out of the ball last uh, week. I think they probably both had 200 yards rushing as they a did. team. Yep, um, which is pretty rare, wouldn't you say, in the NFL these yeah. days? And now they're they're playing one another. Um, this is a tough line. If you hand three points to Cleveland just for being at home, I, I'm I, that's probably around where it's at. But I think I can see part of the graphic, so I'm, I kind of got a little help. But I was going to guess three or three and a half. So is yeah. that right? Does it say Browns? Yeah, Browns minus three. Minus three. Some sports yeah. books have it at two and a half, and I'm kind of shocked by that. Um, but Jacoby Brissett revenge game against the Patriots? Uh, no, I don't trust the. Well, the Bra- the Browns defense at all, at all. And we saw last week, they can't stop the run. Austin Eckler ran all over them. New England is actually one of the best run teams in the NFL. I love the Patriots plus three here. What's the Mac Jones situation? Doesn't matter. Like, see, I'm, I'm kind of legitimately asking, mm. do you feel a ton better if Mac Jones is starting in this game or Bailey Zappi? Because I kind of just want, New England to run the ball every single play on this game. Yeah, I, I like New England to cover. Do you like? I like New England to New win England out outright. Yeah, I like New England to win outright. Okay, okay. Uh, I'm going to go 42 and a half for the total. 43, pretty close. 43, yeah. Okay, well, then don't bet on that because that's, that's right where it yeah, needs to be. I'm going to go with you on the Patriots here. Uh, let's go to the next game. Uh, the New York Jets at the Green Bay Packers. The uh, the Packers seven point favorites at home. I'll take the Packers to cover that. I'm actually I thought it would be six. I know that's not much of a difference, um, but I will take the Packers on this to cover. I think they're going to rebound from that game in London. It's not like they were horrible. I think we need to start giving the Giants a little bit more credit. Is kind of where I'm going with that, even though they're not involved in this game. The Jets' young receivers need to get involved. I, I've seen a lot of talk about the fact that Zach Wilson is in there. That's why they're not getting involved. But actually, they've thrown less with Wilson than they did with Flacco, which accounts for the target differentiation. I don't think it's so much the quarterback. I don't know if Zach Wilson throws the balls to the receivers at the same rate that Flacco did. But yeah, they need to get on the same page. I'm a little shocked at this line, though. Teams coming off of a London game without a bye week typically struggle. Yes. It's well, it's understandable, isn't it? I mean, think yeah, I about mean, it. It's a short week. Why? And then you play at one o'clock. Um, 
I would stay yeah. away from the spread, but I would take the Packers here because I think Packers end up winning by somewhere between seven and ten. Have you ever flown to Europe? I have not. Or flown back? No. Man, you are so just you gotta remember there's not only the, the flight itself, but the time change. You yeah. know, it's just uh it's it's a little harsh. Just looking, by the way, at Joe Flacco's numbers, <clears throat> Baltimore week one, he had 59 pass attempts. Mm-hmm. Okay. Against Cleveland, he had 44. Against Cincinnati, he had 52. Marcus, you're looking at over 50 pass attempts per game with Joe Flacco. Uh, so I think I think that's a lot of why you see the receivers getting more play when he's in the game because the, the team has literally opened it up big time. Okay. Just my thought. Green Bay to Green Bay to cover. I didn't even ask you what the total is because I really didn't care on this particular 45. Okay. Uh next Not one. Super. <laughs> Jacksonville at Indianapolis to take on the Colts. <laughs> Colts two-point favorites here in this game. I'm surprised it's not three, but it's understandable. The Colts were awful on last Thursday. They got outplayed. They probably they, – they were gifted that game by the yeah. opposing quarterback. <clears throat> I'm trying really hard not to criticize that team, that other team, because I do it all the time, and I don't want to be Marcus and the Steelers. Uh, you're, you're, all, you're a really great role model in that Thank sense. Thank you. But the Jags were horrible last week, and they were horrible in the second half uh, against the Eagles. So, w- what do you make of the Jags right now? That's really the question. I think. Nothing. I think we both think the Colts are pretty, pretty below average team, I, if not bad team. But the Jags, I, I think both these teams are bad, and I'm not betting on two bad teams. Especially, I mean, if I'm having to take Jacksonville on the road, no, thank you. I'm just staying away from this game altogether. I will pick. The Colts to win, but I don't feel good about it at all. I don't. Yeah, this should be a like a triple stay away. Can we have a full screen stay away that just covers our faces? <laughs> yeah, uh, just leave it on there this entire leave time. Leave it on there the about. whole time. Yeah, I, I'll go with you on the Colts. Again, this is another total. It should be low because both of these offenses and quarterbacks and offensive line, particularly for Indy. Yep are performing terribly. This should be like 42 and a half as uh, a total as well. 42. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Let's talk uh, next up. Uh, Minnesota Vikings at the Miami Dolphins. Um, Mm. Skylar Thompson will start at quarterback this week for the Dolphins. Uh, I will take the Vikings to win and cover the three and a half point spread. Uh, Lock it in, make it a $10,000 bet. Let's go. I'm I'm down with that. Uh, Here's what I'm more concerned about. Are the Vikings going to wear their purple? Because Vikings purple at Miami white looks Look really rad. Yeah. Vikings white versus Miami. Uh, it's just not. I don't the like same. their white jerseys. The the Vikings white jerseys. Purple look great, but. Yeah. The um, purple versus white looks really cool. There you go. I don't That's know my if you hot saw take that. on this game. Uh, Mike yeah. McDaniel said uh, in relation to Teddy Bridgewater in this game. He's expected to practice this week if he clears concussion protocol, which he's not in because he didn't have a concussion. Uh, he'll back up Skylar Thompson this week. And they're so, uh, I mean, that's the problem with doing what they did against Buffalo is now you've created this. Not only did you mess with your starting quarterback's health, which is really the almost all of this, in which terms by the of way, bad to- it is. Two is cleared to practice this week, but they've already ruled him out to not play. Good. Good. Honestly, I'd be fine if Tua didn't play the rest of the year. I'm maybe I'm in the minority on that. That's what I think. But, but uh do you find ahead. it interesting that Bridgewater is going to be the backup in this game? Regardless if he's, I mean, healthy or not. Yeah, because I think they really don't know what to do as an organization. And honestly, I can see why they're in uncharted territory. If you haven't noticed the sea change in the NFL over the last two weeks, it's been remarkable in terms of concussion protocol, the way teams are approaching this. I don't think we're going back, Marcus. I don't, I think this is kind of a, do you not, do you not see it this way? Have you, I mean, certainly you've noticed the, yeah, I don't, I don't love where we're going, but because if Bridgewater's cleared to play, then play him. Why? Why is he your backup quarterback if he's not clear? I, I don't. I'd like to see Miami get Mostert going in this game. That that's what I'd like to see uh, for them to have a chance. But I'm with you, Vikings to cover, Vikings to win. Uh, lock it in. Yes, lock it in. All right. The next game, you have to forbid me to bet 
on this game because I have no feel. It's the Bengals at the Saints. Oh, the geez. Bengals are two point favorites in this game, and I, I, I can't do it. I mean, I want to. I, I know I, sh- I know I shouldn't, but I really want to. Stock Saints quarterback. How's that playing out on Sunday? Isn't that really the question here? Yeah, my guess is a little bit of an Andy Dalton revenge game. Probably throws yes. 18 to 22 passes and Taysom Hill does the rest. That's where I was going with this. You know, I like the Bengals, but I'm I'm the thing that's tough here is New Orleans defense has been so and disappointing. Sh- and they should be awesome in this game. They're like this. It would not surprise me at all if the Saints defense just takes over this game, right? Yes. I'm, I'm I'm taking the Saints. I'm taking the Saints to win this game. And, uh, yeah, I would stay away from betting on this game. And I'd stay away from the total on this game as well. I'm going Saints. At I'm home. Taking the Saints to win. <laughs> I, I, uh, I'm just such a sucker for the Saints team. I don't know why. Well, uh, you know, look, Joe, Joe Burrow, too, has not been Joe Burrow last year. He hasn't been bad. He just he hasn't, hasn't been. been yeah. No, he hasn't. Uh, it, it's it's an unusual deal. And they actually, I thought the Hurst edition worked out pretty well. I was worried about them uh, losing their tight end from last year. Holly, is this a Joe Mixon game? Should be. Probably won't be, though. Yeah. Okay. Let's go. Next up. Next game. Another one you're not uh, um, that I'm not allowed to bet on. Uh, Baltimore Ravens at the New York Giants. The Ravens uh, are five and a half point favorites. Um, no way. No way. Well, first of all, <laughs> I bet on the Giants. Bet on the I, Giants to cover. I don't that. want to though. That's the thing is, I'm going to be rooting for Baltimore in this game, and it should be one of those games where Baltimore's talent just wins out. But I can guarantee you, we're going to be sitting here watching these games and. We'll hear Scott Hansen. Oh, we're going to MetLife Stadium where the Giants had just scored a touchdown to make it a three-point game with two minutes left. Not looking forward to that. I'm picking the Giants. Oh, right. Oh, outright. Yeah, I'll take the Giants to to cover the Ravens to win. What's the total on this game? Forty-five. Uh, that's what I was going to guess on the nose. Of course, it's easy for me to say that, and not put it out yeah, there, but. Fun. Uh, feel free to be skeptical, okay. but um, by the way, I would, wouldn't bet on this is one. a this is a rematch of maybe the ugliest, boringest Super Bowl. Maybe not the maybe not the boringest. Certainly the ugliest Super Bowl of my life. The Ravens Giants. Oh yeah, God, that Super awful. Bowl. Every the halftime show sucked. The uni matchup sucked. The Giants got back in the game with a kick return. Do you remember this? I do. And um, I'm trying to remember who it was. It Ron Dixon took took one to the house, and Jermaine Lewis answered and took the next one to the house. And it's like, yeah, the Giants have no chance. Jermaine Lewis, awesome return. Awesome returner. Uh, uh, Baltimore's had some really good returners in their history. Uh, next game, Tampa Bay Buccaneers at Pittsburgh Steelers. So the Steelers in week five were 14-point underdogs to the Bills. That's the, the biggest spread that they've ever had in their franchise history. And this is the biggest uh, home dog they've ever been. Eight and a half points. What do you think? In Tampa to cover that. Uh, I think Mike Tomlin will have these guys ready to play after what happened. And, and frankly, Tampa's looks too dysfunctional for me to to say that uh, to 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 have confidence in them covering. I I think I agree. I would take the Steelers to cover the Tampa Bay to win. Doesn't this one feel like a twenty-one to seventeen type of game? Yes, yes. Where, but I definitely take Tampa to win. Um, where Tampa Bay, our, Tampa Bay wins this game, but. Pittsburgh gets like a special teams touchdown or they get like a tip Brady interception and return for a touchdown, something like that. Mm-hmm. What What's the total on this game? This has got to be, I hate, I keep saying it, but this has got to be another really low total. It's got to be. Go, go ahead and guess. Tampa's offense is probably going to get between 21, maybe 23 points. With Pickett, I think at best you're looking at 17 to 20. I'm going to go... Man, I, I think I'm high on this. I'm going 42, even. 44. That's too high. Now, here, here's the reasoning behind this. 
Pittsburgh's defense is just awful right now. And if you watch that Bill Steeler game, which I said on the last podcast, that game could have been 50 to three after three quarters without have you watched the Bucks much. offense. I know. I know. It's just, is there a chance that Tampa Bay and Tom Brady, who has historically played really well against Mike Tomlin, puts up 28 points in this game? Yeah. Now, I really wish they'd wear their creamsicle unis all white at Pittsburgh black. That would look so sweet. Oh, it looks so good. Sorry, I'm really on a uni hit That's fine. right now. I'm, so we like we like the Steelers to cover, yeah. but Tampa Bay to win. Um, all right. Four o'clock games. And oh, are we in for a treat with two of these games? Uh Carolina yeah. at Los Angeles. <laughs> Your enthusiasm. Oh, is... yeah. Rams, after scoring 10 points last week, are 10 and a half point favorites against the Panthers. That's a big line. Can you take the Rams to cover that? I mean, the Rams to win, obviously, but can you take the Rams to cover 10 and a half? Well, I thought about this. Uh, how many wins above well, replacement? Nice. <laughs> yeah. How many wins above replacement is firing Matt Rule? Like, do you get like, or how many points? Do you get like seven extra points a game just because they fired Matt Rule now? No, because oh. the quarterback isn't playing well. The, well there, the, there's the so quarterback is not there anymore. More. Yeah. It's, it's PJ Walker this yeah. week. Right. And I was just, would you let me finish? All right, go ahead. You're replacing the quarterback with a guy who really hasn't done anything to merit uh, any confidence that the offense is going to turn around. You're basically, all you're doing is changing it up to change it up. Am I I wrong here? I'm taking the Rams to win and cover. My question for you in this game. You're Have you seen guy. any plays from PJ Walker where that made you say, "Oh man, this this is a no. guy that's got a major." He's no. he's a guy. He's a guy. He's not horrible. He's just I don't see any kind of change there. And then let's defensively, who's Carolina's impact player on defense? The kind Brian of guy Burns. that when you what's that? Brian Burns. Yeah, you 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 think that he's going to be able? He's that kind of player that he could do like what say Micah did for the Cowboys against the Rams in the fourth quarter. Probably not. And the problem is the re- the rest of the Panthers unit is not made up of really strong starters. They've got a few, but not enough. It, I would say they have like five guys that are are pretty doggone f- good football players. Mm-hmm. But as a unit, I have no faith in Carolina's defense. Am I being too hard here? No. Uh, so what's the vibe going to be like at SoFi Stadium? Because obviously you're not getting Carolina Panther fans traveling to this game after firing Matt Rule. The Rams are two and three, which means that they're not going to get a packed crowd. We get 55,000 people at this game. Yeah, it's going to, you know, there'll be a club atmosphere. They'll have the DJ going to make it seem like it's a party and that everyone in LA is missing out on. But, you know, you can't shine a turd, as they say. Uh I mean, look, the Rams The Rams' offense looks terrible. They can't run the ball. Uh, Matt Stafford's not playing well. They're not getting any edge pressure outside of lining Aaron Donald up uh, out wide. Now, I will say you the Rams' offense has a good chance to recover against a weak team, but I don't have faith in Carolina's defense, but Carolina's defense isn't absolutely awful. They're not like a bottom three unit in the league or anything no. like that. The Rams are going to have to make some plays against Carolina. I just don't have any faith that Carolina can win this game. That's what I'm saying. Now, the uh, 10.5 point spread, though, how do you feel about that? We're spending way too much time. Uh, yeah, yeah I'm, I'm, t- I'm taking, the, uh, taking the the Rams to win and cover. We're good. I, I will go with you on this just because I don't want to talk about this game anymore. Okay, okay. what's next? Uh, next one. Uh, we should mention this. One. It's the... Uh, Arizona Cardinals at Seattle Seahawks. There's a chance that this game gets moved because mm-hmm. of some baseball stuff, I guess. Baseball, I yeah. Uh, which would be awesome if we have a game the start. The Mariners in the playoffs. Yeah, okay. Uh, 5.30, this game is likely to kick off at. Um, Cardinals, two and a half point favorites. But I should also update you on this Pete Carroll uh, quote from today. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. Uh, Pete Carroll says that Drew Locke is nipping at Geno Smith's heels and could replace him soon in the lineup. That's got to be some kind of motivation for Gino. Maybe he thinks Gino a little bit uh, big for his britches after playing well so far. I'm I'm guessing. I'm totally guessing. I have no idea. 
I know that you have to be pretty uh, – you've got to have some cojones to bet on the Cardinals here, though. Whoa. No, I'm picking the Cardinals to win and cover. So I guess I do have cojones, big ones. You're a coward. Uh, <laughs> the Cardinals – how do you have faith in the Cardinals right now? I, I don't, but I don't have faith in the Seahawks either. Their defense is horrendous. I take Arizona win this game. I stay so far away from the spread. And you know what else? I don't even want to know the total because whatever it is, there's it's impossible to predict with these two teams. Uh, it's 51. Okay. I'm taking cool. the Cardinals to win. I'm just saying, I'm saying it's impossible to predict, not what the total is. I mean, but it's impossible well, how is, to predict how, the how it's going to play out. That's yeah. what I mean. Yes, yeah. not what Vegas said it at. Okay, um, uh, let's next team. Bills and Chiefs. Would you like to, uh, to, to guess this spread? Yeah, I want to guess both on this one. Um, yeah. First of all, let's, let's talk about some stuff that's more important. Uh, this is a phenomenal uni matchup. It's great. Come on, Marcus. It's good. It's very don't good. Don't tell me you don't care. Especially the Chiefs where they're they're white. Yes. Ah, yeah. This is a rematch of one of the best playoff games. We did a top 10 playoff games of all time podcast. If you find that in our archive, that was one of our uh, more enjoyable, good ones. This game made it. I think this game made number 10 on the list, didn't it? Yeah, uh, it was on there. Yep. Okay. All right, bro. Bro. I'm going to say that Kansas City is favored by three because they are at home. I'm going to say that the total 53 and a half. It's very rare for you to be off a lot when it comes to the spread. Um, And usually if you are, you're off by like a point or two. Mm -hmm. You are off by five and a half points in this game. Wow. Bills are two and a half point favorites on the road. This is the first time in Patrick Mahomes' career where he is a home underdog and the total is 54. Yeah, it was really close on the total. You were. So it kind of makes up for it. Okay. Well, let's start there with the total. Um, Normally, you hear 54 and you're like, oh, man, I got to stay away from that. I'm taking the over. I think I would take the over on here. I feel pretty comfortable that this can, well, this sounds stupid, but that can hit 55. But yep. 55 is a low water mark. I could see I this see being six, I mean, like 62 points scored pretty right. That, that's what I mean. So if you're, if you can kind of see it being anywhere from 55 to 62, then you're, you're comfortable. Um, okay. Now the spread. Now everyone's really big on the Bills. Let's talk real quick because this is the best game of the week. Let's talk real quick. Make a sales job for Buffalo, excuse me, covering this. You want to spend more time on this game than Panthers Rams? Are you sure? <laughs> uh, very enthused. For the Bills. So, PJ Walker, I think <laughs> one of the issues you're going to have is how does he get the ball down the field? Uh, you know, how many vertical throws are we going to see? Uh, okay, go ahead. Uh, for the Bills. Make right? a case for the Bills. Yeah, even I if you don't believe it. I think they have the second best defense in the NFL right now. The offensive line is okay. playing really well. They even rested some guys last week to get prepared for this yep. game. Like Jordan yep. Poyer didn't play last week because they get yeah, ready. Yeah, he'll play this week. Yep. Um, they, they should have all their playmakers, including a healthy Gabe Davis. Isaiah McKenzie should be back. The offense is just firing on all cylinders right now. It's going to be motivation from last year losing that game, but I think there's going to be motivation for Kansas City being an underdog at home too. Yeah. Um, yeah. Now, Kansas City is operating on a short week. Uh, does that concern you at all? A little bit, because that was a very emotional, physical game. And you saw some some flaws that the, the Chiefs have. Like, they can't stop the run. Now, I don't know if the Bills will be able to exploit it, but you can also throw the ball down the field. We saw Devontae Adams have multiple long touchdowns in this game. I would take the Chiefs at home as a home dog in this game to win and cover. Um, okay. I'm going to take the chiefs to cover the bills to win by three, but the bills do not cover. I do not like that three and a half point. Two and a half. It's two and a half. Oh, it's two and a half. I'm sorry. I'm my graphic is always covered by the zoom bar. Yeah. So if I don't remember what you told me, cause I don't look at the spreads, I let you tell me. So, okay. At two and a half, I'm not concerned about that bills, uh, win and cover. There we go. Okay. 
So you're taking that the could Bills move, though. We should say that could move. That could move. Um, I'll take the Chiefs to win and cover. I just, yeah, it's so hard. And you saw this in the Raider game. Like when that crowd is going, it can make a huge difference. And the Chiefs just feed off that energy. So just like Buffalo does as well when they're playing at home. So I'll take the Chiefs to win and cover this game. I'm with you, but before we circle or before we go to a big NFC East matchup, I think we should circle back to uh, Panthers Rams. One of the things that I think is really going to come into play in that game strategically. Yeah, we're good. Uh, Cowboys at Eagles. No Dak Prescott this week. It's going to be Cooper Rush again. Eagles, six-point favorites at home. I'll take the Cowboys to win outright. Whoa! Whoa! No way. I mean, I knew you're a yep. big Cooper Rush fan, and I know you think he's like, I know he's like a top five ish quarterback, but that is bold, my friend. Cowboys win. Yep. Okay. I'll tell uh, you why if you want, but you go ahead. I like to let yeah, I like, like to let you be the star. So <laughs> equals. I mean, I know they didn't play last week, uh, play very well last week, but they just match up well against the Cowboys. Dallas's defense is excellent. They're not great at stopping the run. And that is one thing that Philadelphia does do really, really well. Cowboys offense has kind of progressively gotten worse over the last couple of weeks. They're not very good on third downs. I think Dallas stays competitive, but the Eagles eventually do win and cover. Strategery. That's why the Cowboys win. <laughs> okay, a couple things here. Um, the Eagles, you're right. They run the ball. They run it really effectively with Jalen Hurts. You got to play 11 on 11. Miles Sanders is a really good player. I think Dallas is going to get hit there. Okay. But in the red zone, the Eagles are going to have to make some plays. And they struggled last week. They had to get some quarterback sneaks from Jalen Hurts. Uh, they can't let this Cowboys team hang around because if this Cowboys team hangs, hangs around, what have we seen Cooper Rush do when the Cowboys have had to have an answer? When they've had to have it. It typically makes a play or two to get them in position to to win these games. Right. Okay. So if you let a team hang around, so like let's say you're up uh, 14 to 9. I'm just going to pick an ugly score. Cowboys have three field goals. But they hang around, they hang around, they hang around. Cooper Rush leads them on a fourth quarter drive. They go up. uh, Mike McCarthy would probably go for the two point. So it's 17 to 14. Mm -hmm. It's not that easy to go back down and get points on the Cowboys again. That's the problem. Yeah. You know, you usually think, oh, if we let a team hang around and then they finally come back and score, well, we can always answer. Can you just answer on Dallas's defense? Uh, Dallas's defense is really, really good. And they do match up well against the Eagles, especially if the Eagles have some offensive line injuries, which they do. I just there is a there's a game a way that this game could go where the Cowboys just don't have a chance, right? If the Eagles go down mm-hmm. on the first drive and get a touchdown. Cowboys go three and out, and the Eagles go get another field goal. Like, if they get down 10-0, I just don't know if the Cowboys could have the the horsepower to get back in that game. No matter what, to me, the most important thing here for the Cowboys is going to be an odd comment, but Maher has to be perfect. He's got to make every kick. Perfect. And Brian Anger cannot shank a few. Brian Anger was outstanding last year. He shanked a couple this year. Uh, Brian Anger has got to be on point. When Dallas punts, which they are going to punt, Make Philadelphia drive the length of the field. Final comment on this game. If the Eagles get down and there's two minutes left, that run game doesn't become such an advantage anymore. No. Because you're not going to have the time. So unless Sirianni is really diligent, saves all of his timeouts for the very end, that Jalen Hurts doesn't call any, uh, I, I could see it coming down to a Philadelphia drive in this game and whether or not they do it or not. Either way, Dallas to cover. So even if they don't win, because uh, aren't they, would you say they're five and six, a half point underdogs? Six. 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 Yeah. So are you picking Philly to cover? Yes. I, I, I just think this is going to be a 24 to 14 type of game, which, but we go into the fourth quarter and it's 14, 14. Yeah. You know, you're busting me about Cooper rush. Let me tell you what Marcus is setting up here. Marcus is setting up so that on his locked on Cowboys podcast, he could say, look guys, I knew that's what was going to happen in this game. Look, they've just got to go back to Dak because that's my guy. Yeah. Uh, next game, uh, Elliott's yeah. Denver Broncos against my Los Angeles Chargers. The Chargers yeah. are five-point favorites at SoFi. Broncos country, that's hot. rad. Uh, <laughs> what is the Russell Wilson tweet before this game? 
perseveres. Just, uh, <laughs> it's not just ride. No, I think it's grit. Uh, adversity. Just adversity. That's it. No, no, no. That's it. <laughs> adversity. Period. Yeah. All right. All right. Uh, keys to this game. Can you slow down the Broncos pass rushers who are pretty doggone good against the Colts? Uh, one of the high points for that team uh, last Thursday, because we have definitely dogged them out enough, I think. Uh, apologize, Broncos fans. Uh, but how much are you going to use Austin Eckler? How much does Austin Eckler have in the tank after touching the ball so much uh, last week? I hope I hope he's good. Um, that, to me, is a really key matchup in this game, because if the Chargers are able to run on them, then the Broncos' strengths, like their secondary versus the Chargers' receiver core, doesn't come into play as much. What do you think? Broncos to win and cover. I, I just don't trust this Chargers team at all. If we've seen anything from them, they, they play well one week and then the next week they lay an egg. And then they play well for two quarters and then they suck. So I just, I can't trust this Chargers team at all right now, especially with how bad their defense has been. Like Brandon Staley is a defensive-minded head coach and they've got one of the bottom five defenses in the league right now. It's kind of, it's frustrating. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with you on Broncos to cover. But I'm going to pick the Chargers to win this game by a point. Okay. So um, you think about 21 20, something like that? I think the Broncos are probably going to get a defensive touchdown in this game. Um, that, that's what I see it. But I still have a hard time seeing the Broncos move the ball. They're just so dysfunctional on offense right now. What they should do is run it right at the Chargers. That's what they should do. That's what they Take should the do. Take the ball out of Russell Wilson's hands completely. I, I, I realized you paid all this money for him and Nathaniel Hackett is an offensive-minded guy. That's how he got this job. Who cares? Put that aside. Uh, I agree. Um, I know, dude, I've been talking about that. How many teams right now really need to win games by using their running backs and running 30 times? A lot. Uh, let's let's run through the games again, just based on who, we're, who we think is going to win. So Great go commentary start. by you there. You're welcome. Uh, next one. <laughs> next one. First one, Washington Commanders at Chicago Bears. I like the Bears to win. You like Washington. Uh, 49ers, Falcons. We both like the Niners to win. Patriots, Browns. I like the Patriots to win. I think you do as well. Yes. Okay. Thank you for having a lot of conviction. Uh, Jets, Packers. We both like the Packers to win. Yep. Jags, Colts. I am taking the Colts. So am I. All right. Yeah. Vikings, Dolphins. If you have a, a like a um, survivor pool this week, I would take the Vikings here. We both like them. Bengals, Saints. Uh, stay so <laughs> both, far away from betting this game. Yeah, stay away, but we're both we kind of sheepishly like the Saints a little bit. Ravens, yeah. Giants. I like the Ravens to win. You like the Giants to win in an upset. Yes. Yes. I'm not a coward. Uh, <laughs> Tampa against the Steelers and Pittsburgh. We both like the Bucks to win, although don't be surprised if that game is a little closer than what people think. Uh, Panthers, Rams, uh, if you want to listen to us talk about this game for 25 minutes, just rewind a little bit. Uh, we both like the Rams to win. Cardinals, Seahawks, I have big cojones and I'm taking the Cardinals. You're taking the Cardinals as well? Yes. How many of these? <laughs> Bills and Chiefs, I am taking the Chiefs to win and cover. You are taking the Bills to win outright. Cowboys, Eagles, man, we differ a lot. Yeah, we differ a lot in these ones. Cowboys, Eagles, I like the Eagles to win, cover. You like the Cowboys to win and cover. Broncos, Chargers, I like the Broncos to win and cover. You like the Chargers to win, but the Broncos to cover. You got it. You got it. So uh, some pretty interesting games. I would say Minnesota, Miami, you're obviously very confident on. If you were going to do a parlay, which is really hard this week, what would you do? Uh, what would you do? Let's start with Minnesota, Miami. Okay. Yeah. That that would be one we could do. Uh, I would take the. I would put the Packers. I would take the Packers just to win outright. Okay, Courtney, can you switch the rundown back one more time? I want to look at. I gotta. I gotta look at my menu. Real quick here. Do you want to talk about Rams or Rams uh, Panthers one more time? Yeah. Well, what I want to do is pull up the Panthers depth chart on our lads, and we could just go over each defensive starter and give them a rating. And we'll see if I'm right that they have about five guys that are. Ah, they've got more of that, but you're just being a hater. 
No, that are good. Uh, you think they've got more than five? Okay, we can't talk about Panthers Rams anymore. All right. Uh, I almost suckered you into it. It was great. Yeah. Okay. Uh, now this is, but this is where this gets hard. So if you've got Minnesota, Miami, and you're taking Green Bay with the Jets, I'm I'm down with that. But what's the third team? I think San Francisco, Atlanta is really risky. I would take the Chiefs because I think they're just going to win outright. Plus, I'm That's getting that risky. Plus, it is risky, but I like them at plus money. Basically, what I'm doing is I'm just juicing their odds because I think Vikings and Packers are going to win. Uh, and that would pay like plus 350, right? You bet $100, you win plus 350. But if you don't want to do that one, what would we push the 49ers line to? If you wanted to tease it, if we were if we were including it in this three team parlay, how, what would the uh, spread look like there? Remember, you have them all in front of you. I do not. Yeah. So if we wanted to do like a six point tease, right? It, it would basically just be the the Forty Niners um, to win and the Packers to win. Okay, so Forty Niners to win, then we'd have Minnesota because Minnesota is only favored by three and a half. So you'd be taking that down. You'd be taking That's- that down. Yeah, and you'd yeah. be getting the, yeah, you'd be getting them at uh, quite a bit pre- better price. You'd be getting them at uh, plus three. Yeah, that's nice. That'd probably be the three that I would do. I'm not super happy about San Francisco, Atlanta, but uh, I don't think Kansas City, Buffalo. You make a better case for Kansas City, Buffalo. That's too hard. Buffalo is the best team in so, the league. So that would give you. Pl- I'll read that again. You get the 49ers plus a half a point, so just to win. Mm-hmm. You get mm-hmm. the Packers minus one again, just to win. And then you yep. get the Vikings plus two and a half. So if something weird happened there, you know, where it's a one or two point game, you still cover. But uh, that would be by a field goal. You'd be up the creek. Yeah. Plus yeah. 160 bet $100. You win 160. That's not bad. It's not bad. Now, if you could do that or just bet Vikings Dolphins straight, what would you do? So Vikings Dolphins straight, it's minus 180, which means you need to wager $180 to win 100 Right. That's why I'm I asking would, because I would just I would, I would just take the the Vikings to to win. Okay, last one. Would you consider over those two Kansas City Buffalo over? No. No, okay, and also no faith in the Cowboys to cover. I'm a little surprised by that with you because that spread is Somewhat high, given the way Dallas's defense is playing. I just think there is a world in which this game goes poorly for the Cowboys, where as good as their defense is playing, Philadelphia is up two scores early, and they can just run the crap out of the ball. And Dallas can't yeah. do anything to, to, to on offense to, to get any points. So Philly might only end up scoring 17 points, but they could win 17-3 and you don't cover a 12 point tease. All right. All right. Let's look, let's end this on a good note. Uh, I don't want to hear your thoughts. Yeah, about let's the talk Cowboys about the Panthers the defense. No, let's uh, oh. pull a football card. Oh, okay. Hold on. You have to talk while I grab one. I forgot. To uh, yeah. Well, this is what I'm going to say about this. You guys, I hope you all know that Marcus is setting up the triumphant return. All of, right. You- yes. Okay. All right. I'll stop that. So we're just there grabbing any random card. I'm, I'm, I'm yeah. not looking to set any uh, random card. Uh, okay. Jerome Bover. I, I got a little nervous Carl for Chuckers. a second. I got PJ a little Walker. nervous. Oh. No. Wait, is that Chuck Cecil? It is. Wow. Okay. Uh, it's 26 on the Packers. Is that an all Madden like foil card? Yeah. And actually, Ricky Dixon was stuck on the back of that. Okay, go ahead. Ricky Dixon, Bengals defensive back. Yeah. Right. He was stuck. Yep. Yeah. I think he went to OU, if memory serves, uh, and played for Barry Switzer there, I think. Um, Chuck Cecil, big-time hitter at safety. Um, some people weren't a huge fan of his, I think. But uh, he had a little bit of – he got a little bit of notoriety for a while. And Action Pack made a whole All-Madden team subset. Yeah. It was great. You want me to read the back of the card? Yeah, let's hear it. Because uh, this is Madden talking. On the all-man team, we needed a player from the Packers, someone who could spread around some of that Lombardi toughness, and Chuck Cecil is that guy. Chuck is one of the hardest hitters in the NFL. This guy has total disregard for his body. He's not very big, but if there's a pile on the field, Chuck's sure to be flying around somewhere close. 
Hey, you know what I have to say to that? One-handed catches, blitzes, stuff. Ah, uh, it's great. Yeah. All right. Uh, I'm gonna give you the final word. Oh, I thought that was my final word. That's good. Uh, you You're know, good. I've been I've been really impressed uh, with the Panthers' defense this year. They got a guy named Frankie Luvu who has two interceptions mm-hmm. and he's returned for a touchdown. Their young secondary, J.C. Horn, playing really well. And even Derek Brown, first-round pick by them in 2020, finally starting to break out. It's too bad that Phil Snow, their defensive coordinator, also got fired with Matt Rule. But if you want a young, exciting, up-and-coming defense to watch on Sunday, check out Carolina. Yeah. Hey, listen, I will give you this. They're very consistent. They're not only 20th in points allowed, they're 20th in yards allowed. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I hate to quote Renee Zellweger, but you had me at hello. Here, I'll try to find a ranking that they're really, listen, in the red zone, they're ninth, bro. So, that's that's what really matters that. in football. Games are won and lost in the red zone, Elliot. I, yeah. <laughs> We're out of here. He is the host. Please, Courtney, please cue the music. Uh, he is the host of Locked on Cowboys with Landon McCool. Give Landon a follow, and he also covers the Raiders for USA Today. He is at Marcus underscore Mosher. On Twitter, I am at Elliot. I'm at Elliot. That's what I am. I'm at Harrison NFL on Twitter. We appreciate you guys. We will talk to you. We doing a Thursday night post, Marcus? Sure. After Bears, Commanders, absolutely. Yes. Talk to y'all later. We love y'all. Bye-bye. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.